0: Against the Dark Arts, episode number eight. Today we're going to be talking about Schemata. Schemata, The singular is schema. Schema is a uh, is a structured framework. It's 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 how your brain's wired to process information from your senses. Uh, another term for that is schemas. Just the plural of schema. Uh, you think of electronics, we have schematics you know, which are blueprints for the uh, structure of an electronic circuit. And any type of schematic, doesn't have to be electronics, it could be for anything. It's a, it's the structure of how the thing's made or how it works. Not really how it's made, how it works. And so we have the, the this model, this mental model, and uh, these are developed or formed by our experiences. You have experiences and those experiences... Um, uh, lead to, you know, you learning concepts, new concepts for you and these experiences and concepts form your mental framework, which is your schemata and your mental framework your your schemata forms your thoughts, emotions, behavior, and your physical, you know, your physiology, how you, you know, feel about or physically feel about things as well. And your, your thoughts and your behaviors and your emotions that can control w- what you experience, And you could also, you know, consciously want to learn new concepts so you can physically or you have, you can have control over your schemata by, you know, you control what your experiences are. Not totally the, you know, there's some things happen that are beyond your control, but you can actually, you know, if you want to go for, you know, learn how to ride a motorbike, you get your license and ride a motorbike. That's something you can do, right? So you can control your experiences somewhat doesn't mean you're not going to get hit by a transport truck and wiped out but you know there's there's limits obviously what we control you know and uh and your concepts you can learn new things we can perceive many abstract concepts um you know that are beyond our perception you could think of luck or or growth well I guess you could watch something grow but that the growth is an abstract concept same with like right you know or shock or you know dishonesty or annoyance <laughs> or a goal. So a schema is a generalization of our past experiences, you know, how we perceive and can understand the world at that moment from our past experiences and concepts that we've learned, you know, synonyms, other words for, for schema are uh, mental modes, concepts, mental representations, knowledge structures. So a schema as is, is a, is a mental structure, we use to simplify the fire hose of, of information and knowledge that is around us. It it dictates what information uh, we as individuals are currently able to recognize and understand based on our own personal experiences. Experienced by us individually and every single person uh, on this planet has a different unique schemata. You know, it's it's pretty spooky if it's a real thing. You know, but with the soft sciences I wouldn't hold my breath. Um if you look into schemata, you'll you'll see a lot of um projection by the people in the soft sciences, which is pretty annoying. They'll project their stereotypes and assume that everybody has those same stereotypes, which is obviously wrong. Um and it's the opposite to the concept of s of, of yeah. schematas. Or schemata, it, it, you know, it's, it's the whole point of schematas are that you, your experiences and concepts that you learn control, uh, you know, or allow you to think, you know, about different things. It, it broadens your 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 capacity of understanding, and every person has a unique schemata because every person has unique experiences, and for these people to say that well, everybody of you know whatever. It just gets so, you know, they're, they're racially divisive. You know the way they 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 say things, but you know, everybody of a certain whatever random category you want to pile people into, based on skin color or whatever, don't have the same experiences. Every individual has a unique experience, right? Not everybody of the same, you know, everybody who's white, don't all have the same beliefs or concepts or stereotypes. <laughs> you know, everybody who's black or anybody who's any shade or whatever category you want to put people into they are all unique individuals every twins everybody has a unique experience and for people to uh imply that you have biases that are shared by everybody of your your skin color is just a stereotypical you know garbage and schemata are not permanent, right? Our minds are not static, we have the capacity to learn. We have the capacity to learn, that means we have the capacity to learn new concepts. New concepts, you know, control what we, are schemata, so new concepts broaden our schemata. We can now understand more things, right? So we have neuroplasticity, we can learn. Since we all have unique schemata, And we all have the capacity to learn for someone to claim that people of whatever demographic all share the same biases is on the face of it, logically fallacious. It's just garbage. And yet this is the stuff you hear from people in academia, from universities. You know, it's garbage. This is how horrible the our education system in our today can you imagine paying money to go and have some somebody on the face of it being that stupid trying to teach you some garbage like that it's just it's asinine you should be able to figure this out yourself when you hear uh you know logically incongruent things coming out of the social sciences you know uh would they say, you know, well, every person is unique and every person, you know, could develop their own schemata, yet all white people think the same. All black people think the same. All the you know, like it's what? How can how can everybody have unique you know, experiences and unique and yet everybody thinks the same from, you know, it's just oh you think the same about, you know, whatever. I don't I don't want to go down that road cause, but that's you're gonna face you're gonna hear it and it's just so exhausting. These morons who should know better, you know, don't. And, and they sound like every other cult member when they try to make excuses or try to make the, you know, the, the, these concepts fit their ideology, which is growing further and further, you know, to these woke, um, you know, haters, these woke bigots who want to put everybody in, you know, stereotypical groups. You know, this, this, they're extreme, extreme racists. And and yet they're calling everyone else racists because they're projecting their own racism onto everyone else. It's it's it's, well funny, I guess, but but they're all closed-minded bigots, right? They have their own assumptions, and they believe their assumptions are fact. There's probably manipulation going on in uh, in academia too by uh, you know domestic and foreign interests who want to see Western culture collapse. You hear people at universities talking about this all the time, you know, death to the West and, you know, pro-globalist crap, you know, you know, if, and you think, well, who would want globalism? Well, if you are a, uh, maybe we shouldn't talk about this cause it's beyond the scope of this, but, uh, yeah, we'll talk about globalism and, and nationalism in, uh, in another video. The people in the soft sciences who, if you listen to them, they're, they're in an echo chamber of like-minded Close-minded, woke bigots, you know, and they all reinforce their their echo chambers. So they reinforce their illogical assumptions, and and they they argue that that dissent, voices of dissent, must not be tolerated. Right? Let's let's, let's ban people. Right? Well, if if that's what they're saying, that that goes against everything that science. Science is about the voices of dissent. You know, this is not uh, the uh, you know some religious inquisition where everyone has to, you know, repeat the dogma of some ideological morons. But enough about the uh, ideological soft science, soft headed people. Uh, But it's hard not to talk to them when we're talking, talk about them. It's hard not to talk about them when we're talking about this stuff. So, um, you know, it's their field, (laughs) So there's uh, a few ways that your brain will perceive information based on this uh, schemata model. Uh, one is, you know, understanding. Somebody gives you a concept that you understand. Yeah, you'll understand it. Poof, here's one. Another one is to give you a concept that you know a little bit about and you think you understand it and you fill in the gaps with, with assumptions and, and guesses and you don't really get it. So that, that's that's a, another way of perceiving Third way is somebody gives you an idea that you you don't know anything about, but it's not so alien that you're not willing to you know sort of put it in your head and like okay that's maybe I'll try to figure out what this is what is that right so you're 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 accommodating this information you're making room for it but you still don't know anything about it and you you should know that you don't know anything about it and then there's another uh, extreme for, form of information that's just totally alien that you don't know, like uh, you don't understand the concepts at all. And your brain will try to grasp it, and it's like, well, bah, it's not important. I'll just dismiss it because I don't know what that even means. Yeah, so if somebody gives you a concept or an idea, you know, that you don't know anything about, then you just going to be like, glaze over, right? I got no idea what they're talking about. It's not sticking in my head. I'm, it, my brain's shutting down, and I'm not going to, you know, just there it goes, Right so those are the the three or four five different concepts understanding understanding partial understanding making room for understanding and not understanding so i guess it'd be like four but when when you're uh, exposed to information that you're not grasping we have the capacity to learn we can look into things we can be curious just because you're exposed to something you know doesn't mean that you won't remember it. if somebody talks about some type of you know viking uh battleship or something like that and well i don't know about anything about viking battleships so you're just going to not remember what you know the name of the boat was or the type of the boat or whatever you know but then if you if you're you know thinking about it if you're paying attention you can be like you know I don't know i like, oh, that was a new term for me. I'm gonna read about that. I'm gonna look into that so now you're expanding your experience and your concepts and you're learning about the you could read and you can understand and you you can now know more about those Viking boats so then when you recall and talk to somebody else later and you talk about you know these these Viking boats, you can say it was this type of boat or it was that type of boat, right, so now you understand the concepts, whereas if you don't pay attention and you don't look at it, you can, you will not remember for sure. You're not gonna remember the name. It's what was that? I don't know. Some kind of a Viking boat, you know, I don't know. And then, you know, maybe in the future it'd be even worse than that. But so it, 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 it's totally dependent on you, your attention and you, you choosing to to learn new concepts or choosing to ignore these concepts. Now this is not a matter of being open-minded or close-minded. This is a matter of, do I need this information? Because there are so many rabbit holes you could go down, you could spend your entire life learning about metals, right? And you still wouldn't know all there is to know. So where do you draw the line, right? You have to be reasonable. You can't go down every rabbit hole. Do you really need to know the names of all the different types of Viking ships? Probably not. So is that a worthwhile thing? Probably not. <laughs> Right, so but we have the capacity if you want to, and that's that's an important thing to to grasp. But it's also an important thing to grasp that we aren't experts on everything and we're not going to remember things that are alien to us and we're not going to really comprehend things that are beyond our experience and our you know our concepts or current understandings of things. You know, you think about how could a, a blind person comprehend the color red? Well, yeah, it's going to be pretty hard, right? But we're blind to all colors of the spectrum outside of the, the visible, which is a very small percentage of the entire spectrum. And yet we understand the concepts of microwaves. We understand the concepts of radio waves. We understand the concepts, the concept of all the other, you know, x-rays. Did I say x-rays? I don't know. But we understand the concept of all the different types of, you know, light, gamma rays, right? Well, as as well as a blind person, you know, a blind person and us, you know, equally understand the concept of radio waves. Well, if they've looked into it, right, but their their sight has nothing to do with it. Whether you see or don't see doesn't help you understand the concept of radio waves or, you know, infrared or ultraviolet, you know, I think beyond, beyond the, the scope of visible. So we're all on the same page when it comes to that. So I think it's possible for a blind person to come up with concepts of color, the same as we have come up with concepts of the the spectrum of the electromagnetic, you know, of radiation, right? The, uh, so we can all learn things, and uh, this is, you know, if it's a, it's a conscious choice. And so you can consciously choose to be smarter. Or you can consciously choose to be dumber. Now, dumber about what? You know, like, you can be an expert in your in what you want to know about. Or, you know, like, or you could choose to not learn about things. <clears throat> but just because you choose to not learn about metals doesn't mean you're dumb. You know, you might be, you know, way more intelligent when it comes to, I don't know, paper. <laughs> or... Or, you know, whatever, you know, uh, guitar strings or, you know, I don't know what, something, right? So you could choose. We all do this. We choose what we learn about. But some people choose to not really learn things, right? So it all depends on whether you have the desire to learn more things or not learn more things. But even even despite that, we're still, doesn't matter what you learn. it does matter. So whatever you choose to learn about, you know, that's your choice, but you, in terms of being manipulated, these, the things in these videos that I'm talking about are things that we should all have a basic understanding of. Now, not going to go down the rabbit holes because a lot of this stuff like in the social sciences just turn to garbage the deeper you go because it's just assumptions built on assumptions. But, you know, to choose to learn things like, you know, how our brains work, at least a little bit, you know, and in how people try to manipulate us. These are pretty powerful tools to learn to not be manipulated, especially in the modern age of information warfare that's going on your know, social media and, and in politics and, and everything else. It's it's all about, you know, the hearts and minds, right? But it is. It, it's, you know, not so much about they don't care about the hearts and the minds of people that are blowing up. But they're really going after the hearts and the minds of people who vote, right? Unless the elections are rigged, which in case, you know, like, who cares what people think? And if that's the case, they just want you to be dumb uh, or manipulated enough to not revolt, you know. But if you're uh, a curious, you know, impartial, open-minded person, you know, uh, your your collection of schemata is is probably going to be bigger than somebody who's not right? A lot of people aren't curious. They just want to watch, you know, uh, watch the game and drink beer, you know, not that that's a bad thing. It's good to relax. It's part of like a meditation release, right? But if that's all they do, if they don't bother, you know, reading about or learning things, you know, then, you know, they're going to be dumber and, uh, well, it's a disadvantage. You can be free to be stupid as you want, but, uh, you know, generally the smarter people are the ones that get ahead, right? And, uh, well, it should go without saying. So the point that I'm getting to here also is that, you know, we should be looking to, uh, you know, take the responsibility to learn new things as much as we can. You know, things are interesting when you start learning about them. Right. And, uh, and especially if those things are, are challenge our beliefs, if something gets you, you know, riled up a bit and you disagree with it, maybe we should read about it more. Why are you getting emotional about it? right if it's if it's somebody says something like the the earth is a cube you know or the earth is flat or whatever right why would you get emotional if somebody's saying something that's challenging you just yeah well fine you believe that and you're an idiot right or you know uh there are things you read so you read about it you learn yeah the earth is spherical right it's this diameter you know it orbits at this rate you learn these things so you know these things right Uh, This is the stuff that we all know now as kids, but we didn't know this in the past. People would argue about it, you know, for generations, people argued about the world being flat or not, even though there were people who knew for sure from experiment that it was round, using shadows, but we have a responsibility to each other to try to be as smart as we can, to not be mindless fools led by manipulation and so, you know, challenging your beliefs, challenging dogma, challenging questioning, you know, concepts that people give you is is critical for, you know, uh, a free society, you know. So, we have a responsibility to, you know, not be willing participants in manipulation for the sake of our society. We have uh we have a responsibility to try not to have our beliefs dictated to us, you know, by someone else with, with interests that don't, that aren't in ours, right? We have a responsibility to question all concepts and assertions, right? And, and to acknowledge that our, our experiences are not complete. And what I mean by experiences are not complete doesn't mean that we experience everything. It means that the experiences we have aren't complete experiences of whatever that was, you know, for you it is, but it's not a, 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 omniscient uh, perspective of what happened. Other people can experience different. Other people have different perspectives to what you have. Now, it's not to say that there's different truths, my truth, your truth. There is one truth, something happened, but your perspective is limited. You know, as as mature, fully developed humans, we should be aware that our first impressions are are most likely wrong and we don't know everything. And and it's amazing how many people you come across. Don't know that or don't believe it. You know, it's, there's a lot of, uh, mentally inflexible people out there who just, you know, believe that their first assumptions, what they, what they assume right away, their first, their first judgments are infallible fact, the truth. You know, I'm going to judge quickly about this quick to judge. And what my, what I guess is true and it is the truth <laughs> it doesn't matter what you say. So we don't want to be those kind of people. Yeah. So knowing this, this model of cons- Schemata might help us, you know, if you're thinking about new information, you can think, well, does it really matter? You know, I understand it. I don't understand it. Right. Those are the basic things, but then you could think, well, it's something that I partially understand. And that's, that's the key part, the gray area there, right? Uh, it's something that I do I know a little bit about, and this person's talking about it. So what I'm going to do is I'm not going to make assumptions. I'm not going to jump to conclusions. I'm going to learn about this. I'm going to read about it, you know, or if maybe it's something that's not important enough, but I'm going to recognize that I don't know. Now this guy's talking about something that I know a little bit about, and I need to recognize that I know just a little bit about it. I don't know at all, and I should really resist the urge to make assumptions and jump to conclusions about stuff that I don't know about sort of like this video, (laughs) Uh, but you know, when we come across people or things that we, we don't know about humans have a, uh, a vulnerability to pigeonhole these people or these, you know, in our minds to pigeonhole these people or the, these concepts into, you know, the, a, a framework that doesn't quite fit, but we jam it in there anyways. And we make assumptions and we're like, yeah, that's what they are. That person. Oh yeah, they're, that's what they are. I see them. I'm going to decide within 15, you know, 15 milliseconds, you know, what they are, that person judging from their clothes and how they stand and how they're, you know, whatever, that's the kind of person they are. Obviously that's wrong. <laughs> you know, we're not super, uh, you know, uh, super sensed people, you know, what do you call that? Uh, uh, metaphysical crap i don't know i can't remember what call, but you know we don't have these extrasensory perception skills to you know read a person you know we don't have a crystal ball you know so we, we need to realize that you know our first assumptions about people or concepts or things are going to be most likely wrong right and and knowing that and knowing this this concept of schemata is not a bad thing right and but also know it's a model right it, it might not be totally true it might not be exactly how things work but even just that, that those concepts are pretty good ones you know so they're, they're going to help us yeah so when we you know when we do that not all our assumptions are wrong but they're they're certainly not all right so we use you know uh we use uh, our schemata to help us temporarily and approximately you know fill the gaps it's it's heuristics right, of our knowledge, you know, to make the, to s- the best fit. And we need to realize that, you know, there are assumptions, but uh, we also have a vulnerability to once we've made an assumption, we tend to, uh, you know, fight to sustain it. Not everybody and not everybody to the same degree, but that is also a, a tendency that we might want to resist if we sense that we're like, hey, I made an assumption, I'm going to argue this. Well, no, you're not. Yeah. So if we're not careful, uh, you don't want to be, you know, ignoring evidence contrary to your assumptions, right? Because we, we have the vulnerability to want to defend uh, our, uh, our uh, assumptions. And so you, you gotta have the mental character, you know, to admit you're wrong, that you don't know. And that's the, that's the biggest thing. It's not hard. Well, I don't know. You know, do you know, I don't know. It's worse. You know, to say you know when you don't know or to believe you know when you don't know. And, uh, you know, but what can you do, right? You, we mumble through, uh, mumble through. We, uh, you know, we muddle through as best we can, right? There's things we don't, things we know and things we don't. So it's important to to be careful to not ignore evidence contrary to our assumptions, you know, to not ignore factual evidence. And as as well as ag- acknowledging that there are other people's experiences and their concepts that they know that may have brought them to the point where they can comprehend a concept that you and I can't, you know, they, we don't yet have the powers to perceive this concept because we haven't gotten down that rabbit hole as deep as that person has. So this is a vector of attack that we, there are limits to everybody's knowledge. You know, nobody, how many people are experts on, you know, lens caps? How many people are, are, you know, experts on, I don't know, anything, you know, it could be, you know, valves on, you know, 1960s muscle cars, you know, there are some people and a lot of people aren't, right? That's a dying breed. But point is, there are definitely going to be things that people don't know. And this is a vulnerability that manipulator will use. So this is a this is a vector of attack that uh, manipulators will use. They could use some esoteric concept that you know nobody's an expert of, or very few people, or knowing that you're not is the critical point. And uh, you know they'll say, well, you obviously can't understand this because you're not an expert in this field. And when, in fact, what they're trying to push is just bullshit, right? Uh, and unless you are an expert in the field, or or you have an expert in your corner, or you take the time to learn about. Which is, you know, most of the time we can. If somebody else knows about it, then you can pretty much know about it, right? Just takes time, unless it's, you know, some uh, some sense they have that you don't. Which is, you know, and you know, you have all your senses. What do they have? You don't, know, right? Nothing. So you could take the time to learn about anything that anybody's talking about and find out if it's bullshit. But that's that. That's not the point. that manipulators right now know that you don't have the time to research what they're talking about and you probably aren't an expert in the field and you don't have an expert in your corner so they're going to try to baffle you with with bullshit about some esoteric thing that you don't know about and now it's not about winning an argument it's about manipulating you it's about getting you to uh, have to agree or that you don't know Right? And then they're going to say, well, I do know. So therefore, you know, you better get back in your hole and, and we're going to we're gonna take it from here kind of thing. right? So you got to be careful. And, and it may just be a thing, even like con men, you know, it's how they work is that they don't need you to never find out. They just need you to not know for their purposes, which may just be a matter of, you know, 30 seconds or 10 minutes or whatever. As long as you don't know for that period of time, they've succeeded right? Like most encryption, most encryption you can, is, is, you can crack if you have enough time, right? If you have enough computer power, but that's not the point. The point is if you have something that's encrypted, you need it encrypted for a period of time that's useful. And if it's that period, maybe 50 years, hundred years, I don't know, depending on, you know, the, the computers that are coming, right? That's all you need. So everything can be cracked eventually. And uh, so that's how manipulators and con men will work. Right. So that's something that we have to watch out for. You know, somebody's trying to baffle you with bullshit and, but just cause it's a new concept that somebody's giving you, doesn't mean they're manipulators and doesn't mean it's not true. Right. Somebody might actually be giving you real information that's true. Right. But, uh, so you have to, you have to try to look at the sources, you know, um, and we're, so we're vulnerable to have our schematic tweaked, right. By depending on how long of a, a grift it is, you know, if, if they're, if they're giving you a concept that is not true and you don't know that, but you believe it. And then you can say, okay, I see that concept. It makes sense, but it may not be true, but it makes sense. So now you have that concept and they're going to use that to try to steal your perception of things, steer your perception of things in the future, right? By making assumptions and all these other tricks, right? So there could be people, again, it's two ways. People could be honestly just misinforming you or being misinformed and then re-informing you about these concepts that they heard about and or might be intentional disinformation right so it's it's it's, these are all nuances to lying right but not really um so going back to schema here some schema are shared in a culture you know these could be an erroneous assumption culture wide or or you know individual wide right so you know it could be uh, factions cults ideologues and academia you know any of the religions Right. Anybody who believes with certainty, you know, a close-minded person that they're right and will not even entertain the idea that they're wrong, you know, <laughs> that 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 fits in well with these with these groups, right? And and as with most things, it's it's two-sided. Uh, just because you make an assumption doesn't mean you're wrong. And another group of people that obviously are, are you know advertisers, you know, they they'll try to tinker with your schema by you know. Uh, giving you new concepts about, uh, you know, a, a new definition of a, of a social norm, right? Like, uh, they'll use overlapping cons or techniques to try to get you to do what they want you to do. But, uh, but some of these, these, <laughs> these programs are pretty horrible. Like, uh, it wasn't too long ago that, uh, Gillette came up with this egregious anti-man campaign, uh, you know, which had nothing to do with selling razors. And, you know, everything to do with virtue signaling, you know, they're being closed-minded woke bigots. Now, I don't know if they're doing this because they think women would approve of that. And women are the ones who buy razors for their men. I don't know. But it was, I'm sure, a major flop. Uh, But if, you know, if a politician or a journalist or a teacher or anyone else, you know, is allowed to tinker with your schemata, you know, just think of the risk, you know, it's you're being deceived but you're being deceived to the core of your perception of how you perceive things. That's pretty, that's pretty spooky. And it's not that hard for someone to do, you know, all they have to do is lead you down a path where, you know, you make false assumptions, you know, the assumptions they that they want us to make, you know, and it's just signposts they can put along the route. So, so it's easy for them to, uh, to manipulate us. So that's something to watch out for. I mean, so, yeah, so, fucking retard. So that's something for us to watch out for. So experts in this field have categorized schemata into uh, the following groups. There's a personal or social, social schemata, which is general social knowledge. Uh, personal schemata, which is about the individual. The idealized person schemata, you know, like archetypes. But archetypes aren't really idealized. It's just, I guess, social schemata about or self schemata about oneself. What's interesting that and personal schemata, maybe projected selves or possible selves, role schemata. Ah, enough of this bullshit. So they they make these categories about the different types of schemata, trait and object and event, which doesn't really fit. I think the definition of schemata, which is you know your mental framework. So, you know, you might uh, a way of behaving. I think there's subcategories which I think is beyond the definition of scheme schematas schemata schemas. Uh you know, if you're in a different situation, if you're a different environment, you act a certain way because of how you're your 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 mental uh conditioning, your scheme, your schemata. Well, I don't think that's I don't think that's true. I think you know, yeah, you're behaving that way, uh, but I don't think it's because you you don't have the concepts to behave any other way, right? If you if you behave a certain way on your buddies drinking pizza, you behave a different way at some formal event, you know, it's not because you're not capable of behaving either way in the other event, right? So that's not how you're like, that's, that's a wrong definition, and you're gonna hear, you're gonna see that if you look into this, you know, this whole. Event schematic. I think people are just trying to come up with again. The social science is such a they're they're uh, they're confused.
1: Another thing is you know,
0: often this is sort of a side note is uh, often prototype and archetype are confused in the social sciences. The prototype is an object, a physical thing, to test ideas. So you you come up with an electronic circuit. You are like, hey, I want to make this flashing light circuit. So you make a prototype, an object right and you make it does it work does it not work you can tweak it right then maybe you're going to make a production model but you're going to make a prototype which is a physical thing to test your ideas you can make a prototype car a prototype motorbike right these are things to test your ideas right it's a physical thing whereas an archetype is an abstract idea you know about what something is it's uh, like when you picture a chair is it a chair it's a chair it's not a perfect chair it's not an idealized chair it's just a chair I guess technically it's an idealized, but it's not like the perfect chair. It's a chair. And, you know, there's a lot of room in your archetype to to encompass all different kinds of chairs, right? So there isn't one perfect chair. There's just a bunch of different types of chairs. So another vulnerability to your schemata is associations. How you think. So a manipulator will manipulate uh, or will try to manipulate you by uh, associating something like nationalism with bad, you know, and, and so you won't consider if nationalism is good or bad. You just, you will just make the leap that so, or, uh, nationalism is bad without conscious thought. And, you know, unless you're, you know, of course if you're for a 1% globalist, you know, who wants cheap slave labor, you know, with no environmental oversight, you know, you would agree that nationalism is bad and, and you know, you might argue for globalism so you can make money off the backs of the poor children in some other land to make your running shoes or your, you know, whatever, your your cell phones in their sweatshops, right? You wanna bring prosperity and pollute their waters, right? So like, what are these tribal people doing living in the Amazon, right? They they need our prosperity. They should be in our factories for 50 cents an hour making our cell phones and our, and our shoes you know, and borrowing from our banks, right? So that's, that's the globalist view of things, right? So I'm going to make a video, I think about nationalism versus globalism. And that's the thing that I, in some courses, uh, I think it was a site course. They're talking about globalism and the same thing. They were, they were doing that. And I noticed they were talking about like, what the hell does this guy do with anything, but he was talking about globalism as an assertion that there is no question. You can't even question. It was just, it's true. Globalism is better. You know, how is that better? You know, is it better for the, the tribe, tribal people living in the jungles to be dragged out of their tribes and have their forests burned down for factories to make, you know, cheap running shoes? Yeah, according to these people, it is better. So I guess it's subjective. You know, I don't think it's better. And I don't think those other people, the people in the jungles think it's better. And I don't think most humans think it's better. Well, only the, some of the scumbags who are profiting from this are the ones who think it's better. And the ones in academia, oddly enough, I think they're getting paid by some of these corporate uh, lobbyists or fundraiser type. Uh, uh, I don't want to make too many speculations, but uh, I know China gave $2 billion to uh, Harvard University. That's that's a lot of influence. So, schemata. You know, uh, affects how you perceive and how you remember things. You know, if you're shown a verse, a a video of a nurse drinking, and you think nurses are alcoholics, you might remember that video later on of a nurse drinking a glass of wine, even though she was drinking a bottle of water, right? So, it it, your perception and your memory memories are very fallible, but your perception is also distorted based on how you your your perceived, you know, your schema, your your stereotypes, if you do have stereotypes about nurses being alcoholics, which I don't think everybody does, but some people might, right? So, whereas people in the social sciences would say, we all have the same stereotype. We all think nurses are alcoholics. <laughs> you know? And all Chinese people eat with chopsticks, right? That's what they think. They think that everybody thinks that all Chinese people, not Chinese, all Asians, right? <sighs> You know, it's the same as, uh, thinking about, uh, police, you know, obviously some people think that, you know, all police are scummy dirtbags and other people think all police are, you know, honest, you know, uh, heroes and, and the reality you know, that I think, and I think most other people are is somewhere in the middle is that, you know, there are scumbag, dirtbag, douchebag cops, and there are some, uh, honest ones that actually earn their money and aren't scumbag dishonest taking money breaking the law shitheads so you need to think if you are feeling extreme about certain things maybe you should look into it maybe maybe all cops maybe I'm wrong maybe all cops are all (laughs) dirtbags maybe they are maybe they're all good guys well I know they're not because I've seen some that aren't so I know definitely absolutely that they're not all good guys Right, but there's how many interactions with I don't want side enough of the cops. So, assimilation this is what we were talking about earlier. So, assimilation is making new information fit in with your existing uh, understanding of the world. Uh, if new information is close to what we already understand, we'll assimilate that information. Accommodation is when the information is alien, but we are still. Uh, able to rewire our minds to understand and gain the required concepts for our minds to accommodate the idea. So we may experience things. Uh, we need to may need to experience things in, in order to, uh, understand them depending on, I guess how you learn. I guess I'll talk about it a bit. There was this guy in the UK who, uh, did an experiment with students and he gave them the story and, the uh, the story had, you know, intentionally, alien concepts that he knew the kids wouldn't really understand. Then he asked them to recall the story later on in the future. And the kids would, you know, right away, they were close. And then, you know, a few weeks later, they were further away. And a few weeks later, they're in you know, the stories were getting worse and worse and worse because these concepts didn't grasp. So, and the kids would remember the stories wrong because they didn't really understand it at first. Right. So the point here is that, you know, using the model of schema, uh, that, you know, memories are, controlled by, you know, your, your perceptions or what you're able to perceive in the world. So manipulators can, you know, alter our memories. There's another experiment that I don't know where the, the, they were, they implanted fake memories in students, you know, about them being arrested when they were young and then they do it bit by bit. And it's interesting to see, you know, how it worked and you can, you can implant fake memories in people if you do it subtle and over time so you can implant memories in people and people can also with for no other reason other than not really fully understanding what they heard misremember things so misremembering and then the planting of uh, implanting of fake memories i mean that's you could be manipulated right there's some vulnerability there right to our minds there's some chinks in our armor there so these are things we need to watch out for uh, take notes. I guess would be a good thing. Write a diction, write a diary, and and keep notes so you can recall. Because a lot of times, people you know, for no reason, just you know, just you start misremembering things, and when you look back in your own notes, you're like, holy shit, that that's how that happened. And your own handwriting, right? So you, can, <laughs> so in, important things, especially date them, write them down, write ideas, write things. Diaries, are, diaries are a good way to protect yourself from being manipulated in terms of altering your memory, you know photographs obviously are good things, but uh social media maybe not so so another defense is to be self aware you know question as many of your assumptions or as any everybody's assumptions question as many assumptions as there are you know as you can right seek it seek evidence to you know confirm or refute your your own assumptions, do it on your own time you know independently and And always searching for new concepts. And if anybody's rushing you or trying to jam you, there's not much you can really do about it. I mean, depending on the situation, you know, somebody's dressed up as a cop and they're, you know, saying you got to do this. And you don't really have time to think about, well, what are they talking about? You know, sometimes you just kind of have to. So we are vulnerable to manipulation by con artists for sure. Sometimes there's just not much you can do about it if you don't have time. And that's, that's part of the, you know, a lot of these ploys is to not give you time. And that's what a lot of the, the media does when they try to drum up, you know, a uh, hate is they'll pump a story and they know they don't have the facts or maybe they know the facts and they're not giving us all the facts to try to, uh, to bait people into being emotional about something. Right, and they and the reporters know full well because if I'm reading it, and I know they don't know the facts, and yet they're framing it a certain way, and they'll they'll disclaim, they'll assert things. This person was motivated by hate. Who based on what? What do you? And they they can get away with it. They can do it all the time. They make these assumptions, assertions. You know, based on assumptions. You know, I don't think they even they don't know. I don't think they care what the person's motivation was. If they say this person did this because of hate or because of something, you know what I mean? There's an injustice here. Then people are going to get upset. People are going to read. People are going to click. Then people are going to, you know, add revenue for the, the scummy journalists of the world out there that are pushing this crap, you know, dividing society for fucking money, pieces of shit, you know. Anyways, you'll, you see it all the time. So whenever you see headlines and they say, oh, this person was motivated by this based on what, what are you motivated? What are you basing that motivation on? Did you read their fucking mind? I don't think so, but it's, so it's a, you know, challenging assumptions are, are a very good thing and it's a very bad thing when manipulators trick you into, into changing your assumptions to you know if you're right not all assumptions are wrong right so they might uh, trick you you know into changing your assumptions to something they they want you to you know think you know for their own reasons but in fact you're just being duped into changing your your uh, schema into something someone else wanted for their reasons right so we should be very wary of uh, politicians compromised academics you know corrupted scientists and, of course, scummy fucking journalists, uh, you know. But anyone anyone you meet in any walk of life could be a closed-minded, uh, scummy manipulator. Uh, maybe they're not closed-minded. Maybe they're open-minded. But maybe they're still a scummy manipulator, right? I I, I don't know what's going on in the minds of these fucking dirtbag journalists. So, uh, but uh, it appears to be that they're, uh, I don't know if they're consumed by hate they want to promote hate I would think that they're just doing it for money maybe they do it for so long that they start making themselves believe their own hype I don't know but that's enough for this episode I think episode 9 coming up until then